Yeah. Nice to meet you. Um, what? <laughs> give me your last name. I want your last you, name Al? and your first initial. <laughs> Long time uh, no show. Morales completely missed it. You think LA cares more about Lakers coming back from twenty-seven down, or that you and I are finally doing a We're show doing together? A show together, again, right? And for it, the love of, it looks like it's Switzerland too. Did we get relocated to like uh, Zurich? We're in Denmark. <laughs> this is bizarre. I, I flying in last night or yesterday afternoon, and I see the snow. You know, basically the entire trip back from where I was, and I wake up this morning, look out my window, and there's snow on every mountain, like it's the Matterhorn. It's it's a uh, it's beautiful. They should bring the Christmas tree back in LA Live. You know, they have the. <laughs> they should bring definitely bring the ice rink because it it's melt. already there. Yeah, it's already there. So we have to it's, do anything. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, lot going on. So it's good to see you. It's What's been shaking, a while. man? I'm, uh, I, I'm back. I'm happy to be back. Yes. I, uh, I've discovered that snow and I not really best friends. I don't really need that as, as part of my life on any sort of regular basis. You know who I thought of when you sent out your because you went on like a selfie mission. Right, well, like you went out. I'm an influencer. No, 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 you don't have to. Okay, you know, knows. but yeah, maybe, everybody, maybe yeah. everybody else doesn't. Everybody, know. I know everybody you know. knows. Um, <laughs> the moment you started sending those out, I started thinking of Michael's bag that he forgot. <laughs> right, right. They right. went up to the snow to go skiing or snowboarding, whatever they were doing. Can, can I, I thought just... of that because I thought in my head you could probably use some of this stuff while you're <laughs> out there. It's still at the Reno airport. They could ship it back to me. I would like to go on record as saying because I was traveling by myself, I had all of my gear. That, of course, that yeah. I, I, yep. All of my gear made it into the car because I knew I had two bags. Therefore, anywhere I would go somewhere else, I'd make sure. There's I had not the two a bags guarantee Bobby would have known, even without shoes on on the ice, that he didn't have his shoes on. There's not uh, a guarantee. It, no, you're right. There's no guarantee on that. That's certainly something that uh, that he could do. Get back. He, he has flat. There, there, we'll get to all of this. There, there's a lot of stuff that took place while I was gone that I like to share with you to kind of unburden myself along Trickle the way. Trickle it in as we go. Yeah. Uh, you, okay. Are you ready for this? So, I, I go to this very nice resort yep. in Bandon, Oregon, called Bandon Dunes. If you are a golfer, you know what that is. If you are not, let me just explain it to you. It is in this little teeny tiny town called Bandon, Oregon, that is, it's a speck on the map. It's, there's nothing there other than this golf resort. And there's no easy way to get there. You either fly into Eugene and it's about a three hour drive. Oh, you wow. fly into North Bend, which has this many flights a day. Sure. One yep. flight a day. Yep. And you, and it's about 45 minutes. They go minutes. there and to Istanbul. <laughs> right, that's their, that's, that's the connector. That's it. So anyway, we go on this trip to play these golf courses. I'm going with a couple of Granite Hills Eagles, mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, the, the O'Coin brothers and their dad, the Duger. It's his birthday, so we're going for this thing. And we're all excited. We're going to play these three courses, and you get to play with caddies, and you you walk, and it's going to be all this. And we know it's I'm looking be... at the courses right yeah. now. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's, it's stunning. We get there, and it's cold, and it's windy, and it's like, okay. So I'll, I'll spoil sprinkle this through the day I, okay. I, you have to guys have to remind me to tell you about the punch bowl because every every golf course in america should have something called the punch bowl i'll tell you this I'm so anyway down. we get up the next morning and it had been snowing all night and the golf course is covered in snow and you get the text that says uh yep everybody that was supposed to play there's six courses on property okay all six closed nobody's playing golf today all right well there's a day <laughs> so we sat in the room and stared at each other the next day... You didn't like, it, do anything fun? We'll, we'll get to that. We okay, did some okay. things that were fun, but not what we were there to do. Yeah. Um, get up the next day. None of the snow has melted. 
It's it's that cold. So, like, another text. Yeah, there'll be no golf today either. Oh, my God. For the first, that, that resort's been there 24 years. Okay. 24 years. Do you want me resort. to count how many times they've closed down the course? Go ahead. I'm going to go five times in the history of the course's existence. For the first time in the history of the course, the course was closed on back-to-back days. In 24 years, it had never been closed write, back-to-back days before. Zero. Write that down. One time. The write weekend that freaking down. That I went. This oh most my. recent weekend. Gosh. It hadn't been closed for any reason in 12 years. Back-to-back days for the first time ever. On the Tuesday, the first two days that we were there. Thank goodness we were there for four days. Thank goodness we had enough time to. We, we drove to Eugene one day to play. We did get to play on the final day, but Al, it was like being in a snow. It was snow. It was beautiful, but you don't go to the coast to get snow. You go to the coast to play a little golf. I was expecting it to be 40 degrees, maybe windy, a little wet. Okay, it's Oregon, right? It's going to be cold, wet, windy. Not a big deal. It snowed for two days. You told me a month and a half ago. Yes. Maybe two months ago. It was something like that where you're like, all right, here's the deal, Al. Got this trip coming up. This place is amazing. The only concern, and I think at that time you were telling me the weather is crazy there right now. Yep. But I got about a month and a half. Yep. Oh, no, it waited. <laughs> Every day that I, went by, it was like, when's That little T-Ross icon, coming? that little snowflake icon on the Apple weather, that just it just sat there for a month. Just basically said, no, we're going to wait till you get here, and then we're just going to It's like unload. the Lakers 13th in the standings, where they just have <laughs> sat there and have refused to go Not above anymore. that line 12th Not now. anymore. They're 12th, and only a half game out of 11th. First so off, they were 11th yesterday, <laughs> and then Portland won. Portland won. And then they went yeah, well, up. Dame had 71, yeah. and you know, things, you know, this is why it's hard Damn. to get out of 13th place. Yeah. So we did, I, I got to know the O'Coin brothers better. We spent a lot of times. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Want to go get a drink? Yeah, sure, I guess. But it got to the point where you can't drink all day. No, you can't. You, you, well, you, you can, but it's like. It's not a good idea. It's yeah, not a good know. idea. So we'd go get a couple of drinks and then you want to go and back to the. It was noon. I guess I can. If you have any questions about the Thailand Open on Golf Channel, I can tell you whatever you want because I watched it all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Bong Tavi lap blew a big lead coming down the stretch. That's the woman that blew it. <laughs> well, I will, as I do some research about the golf tournament, I might have some questions as did the show progresses. Did you have like progresses. ski boots? Did you have snowshoes? Did you have uh, I had golf, all these good stuff? I had golf equipment, right? Like, Ugh. so you only had golf stuff. I didn't, I mean, I had plenty of, of layers along the way. It was, yeah. it was so a when lot. So when you did actually get a chance to golf. Yes. I know freezing cold. Yes. How was it? So we drove to Eugene the on Friday because okay. we're big, we're like we're not sitting in the room for another chains day. on your we, tires. We no, it, it wasn't like it would hit the road and it would melt, but it wasn't melting on the golf course, yeah. right? I would have put chains on just in case, <laughs> just to be in safety first. Yeah, we drive to Eugene. It's like two and a half hours away. We get there. It's thirty-eight degrees. Now there's no snow on the ground, but playing. Go- I I live in Laguna Niguel. Doesn't it's not it's not thirty degrees in Laguna Niguel. Cold. It's super cold. <laughs> So we had a great day. We literally drove up there, got out of the car, walked to the golf carts, put the bags in the cart, played golf, got back in the car, drove back to Bannon another two and a half hours. (laughs) Your zipper all the way up like you can't get any higher up. Scarves, everything. Emily, I thought about you a couple of different times on this. So we got four people in this car, right? Yep. Two and a half hours each way. Oh, my gosh. You guys didn't listen to anything? There was music. But I don't think anybody really spoke to each other on either way. That's fine. It was great. It was kind of perfect. It it was terrific. I think music... 
I think you have to decide early on whether this is going to be a talking trip or a listening trip. And I think that the listening trip is always. I had to put headphones on <laughs> and just sat in the back corner. Guys in the back seat kind of fell asleep here and there, and Sean and I up front, just kind of like. And I said to him one point, I said, "You know what I really like about this." That no one feels like they need to talk to anybody that's else. Good trip. No, that's good. It was great. That's good. That's good. It that's was good great. Time. So, and then we played on Saturday at Bandon. We finally got out. It was like forty degrees, okay. crystal blue skies. Mm. All ninety nine percent of the snow had melted, yep. and it was a perfect day, an absolutely perfect day. So, well, it made the trip worth well, it. Well, welcome back because I think if I'm correct. Just double check here whether um, well, rain will start coming around 11 a.m. <laughs> looks like it's here. It's like following um, me. It's raining tomorrow. Uh, looks like it's going to rain on Wednesday as well. So we got some rain in the forecast for a couple more days. <laughs> more snow on the mountains too. Was it true that there was – I saw something go by in my news. Was there really snow on the Hollywood Hills? Did that happen? Well, I saw that too. I saw it too. I'm not sure. I didn't actually see it, but I heard somebody else talking about yeah, that as that, well. Yeah, I've lived here a long time. I've never seen that. Well, ever. we're talking, it's like 1,500, 2,000 elevation, there's snow. Fontana, you said, had Fontana. a bunch of snow. I hope my guy at uh, Rotola Chevrolet are okay, that they didn't get snowed underneath. They're right at the foothills of the mountain, right off the 210 Freeway Sierra Avenue exit. It's right there. <laughs> I mean, they could, but if you got your Silverado, you just drive you know, right yeah, through. Then you it's go not right a big through. deal yeah, at all. You don't need to power right through. You don't my change. friend is visiting. So she uh, is from Virginia, but she drove across the southern part of the country. She's over, probably wearing like, a tank top. Like, <laughs> this is beautiful out here. But over like the past, like, she did like a week across the country and everything's going smoothly. She did it so Low, so everything's going smoothly. No, no, no hiccups on the road. Her car is working fine. She gets to the last day of driving, the last whatever, supposed to be two hours of driving somewhere in there, that range because she's going from Death Valley. It might be a little bit more or whatever, but it ended up going from like a. It added an extra three hours to Oof. her drive. So she had to go through Death Valley, through all the snow, and she's a very nervous driver to begin with, so she was like white-knuckling it the whole way. Probably and looked like me coming over the pass from Palm Springs <laughs> to <Sure>. San Diego. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the worst weekend ever to come to Los Angeles, I think. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't great. Bandon was worse than L.A., that's all I can tell you. It was It was great. Food was pretty good. Had a few cocktails over the course of the weekend. Something called a transfusion is kind of the drink of choice up there. Tried that. Bring it down here a few times. It's it's pretty fun. Um, I will say the only thing on uh, Friday, uh, kind of to be honest with you, the roads. Everyone was so scared of the roads. There was nobody really on the roads. Perfect. Yeah, I was just in my head. I'm like, oh, maybe I should drive more when it's hailing out. <laughs> when the storm is going the way it is, hail sucks. Um, Taylor and I got a chance to see some. Uh, we watched a little NBA basketball. I on, knew that uh, you guys Friday. went 176, 175. Yep. Thought it was a typo. I was in the lodge watching the scores nope. go by. I'm like, well, that can't be right. They didn't score 300 points in an NBA, 350 points yeah. in an NBA game. There's no way that happened. Oh, no, it happened. You would have thought Taylor and I bought out our own suite because, <laughs> you know, he got the tickets here. Okay. And it's in our 710 suite. Let's just say when it's 41 degrees outside, they're not packing in the suite. There's not, not many people coming to the game. Literally, we had the entire suite. You're kidding? No, no, we had the entire yeah. suite. Taylor and I. He sat on one row. I sat on another. Row. <laughs> you guys didn't and silence. Had, no, we talked a little bit. <laughs> and then Taylor was like, Sleep "Bro, you're peanuts. talking a lot." Yeah, I'm like, take, well, take I'm easy. just asking if you want some more peanuts or not. <laughs> and guess who left early? Oh, three and a half quarters. I was out. Yeah, that was it. Didn't wasn't it a double OT? Double it's OT. It's a historic. So game, you basically Alan. missed like half the game. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I basically caught the rest. I caught both full overtimes from home. Like <laughs> Did the you fact, really? The fact that I was able to leave crypto, get home, and it was still regulation. 
and I left probably seven minutes, I think, left in the fourth. I caught both overtimes. Like, it was like, <laughs> should I change the channel? Should I not? Well, I've been watching a lot of basketball. Now. See, first one to 200 wins. This guy stayed the entire but thing as he should. what would more fun is if you stay yeah. for the historic ending, Alan? Why so, would you go? It's, it's a great question. Even if you'd have told me that... The game was going to go to double overtime, and it was 176, 175. Do you want to stay or do you want to leave? I would have still left. I nothing agree. would have changed. I, I, I'm not judging you at all. Yeah, nothing I, would have changed. I'm I happy. have zero affiliation with the Clippers and the Kings. Yeah, th- there's one of those things that, eh, I'll, it's cool. I've gotten enough. I've I was happy for him. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he needs to stay. Yeah, it's one of his squads. there because I was freaking out. Yeah, he was <laughs> by, he was So you were in the suite by yourself, by yourself for a while? Yeah, it was just. Dude, you should have started inviting people in. Yo! Find your Kings fans in the crowd <laughs> the and bring them on suites. up. You know how they have sometimes they'll shoot into like a press box and you'll see like the it's Jerry Jones or something like that or it's Jerry West back in the days. He would have been like pacing like one of those GM slash owners just nervous as hell. People are probably like, that guy's got to be super important. He's, he's, he's got a suite by himself, and he looks like he's invested. Absolutely. The owner, silent uh, silent owner uh, silent here majority. for the Sacramento Kings. The Lakers pulled off the biggest comeback win of the season, NBA season. 27-point uh, comeback, and Al, I'm going to use a word that I have not used for the Lakers in a very long time. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, I want to get to the Lakers here in just one second, but uh, I, I want to talk about our pickleball tournament. Did you? Have you? Oh, great news! Have you played? Big update. Yeah, big update. I feel like I'm going to be disappointed by no. What you're listen, about to tell me, me, Clayton Yates, Jorge, and Bergman playing this Thursday in Pasadena. Oh, you're going to play? Yeah, we're going to play. But so you still have not played. Big news coming up <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> I had the the way that you uh, the big up. I'm like, okay, he hasn't played yet. Yeah, it was an awful sell. Um, <laughs> and let's just wait for it to be snowing on Thursday. Well, this one's going to play. We were going to go. We were going to go last week, and Berg and Jorge were pushing it. I'm like, guys, it's nine degrees outside, and the clouds are coming in. Like, we're going to be playing on a court that is completely rained out with so 20 mile play. per hour winds. Yeah, with 20 mile per hour winds. Yeah, and the pick you play Which with a ball, so the ball's flying all, all over, over the place. place. Um, our inaugural Pickleball Madness Tournament is just about three weeks away. March 18th, 10 to 4, uh, Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. Reserve seating is available. You can register for that at ESPNLA.com. The event, of course, is open to the general public, so come on out and hang out. Press the flesh. And a big thanks to our pals at Michelob Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer, and Pizza Hut. 
not only will we be playing pickleball, but there's TVs to watch all the college basketball games. There's a pop-a-shot competition. Pickleball demos and lessons. Bring the kids. There's a kid zone. You can grab a few beers in the beer garden, food and drinks, live DJ entertainment, prizes, giveaway. It will be a fantastic afternoon. So come on out on March 18th. We have an update here. Uh, Joe Cha says that uh, the Hollywood sign had just hail, so almost snow. So basically it was a blizzard up there. It, it had... <laughs> if it... I don't know if you guys understand the definition of that Southern California. For us. If it if it hailed, okay, might as well throw on, get your snowboard gear and just go to work. So there was something that had never happened before. I think it was Friday. You might remember better than I do. For the first time ever, mm-hmm. ever, San Diego County issued a blizzard warning. Yep. <laughs> Everything's fine, guys. Yeah, no, it's nothing, all great. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Blizzard warning in San Diego County. You know, things honest, in our sky, was, checking our weather. Like It was yeah. kind of a moment for San Diego where I was proud. You know, where I was like, we finally got one of these, you know? We're well, not you known. championships. We're not known for warning. this, but we got a Blizzard yeah, warning. Everything's fine. It, there was a Blizzard warning in San Diego. Try driving down there as fast as I could. Ocean, I'm like, I got to be on there. And near the Mexican border. It's usually pretty warm there. Just seems like something we should be worried about. You ready for the word that I have not used yes. in a very long time with the Los Angeles Lakers? They got Mo. They've got mm. real momentum. They've got real Hey, this is this this feels legit. It does not feel contrived. You haven't gotten lucky to to look the way that you have. This is just a pretty good team playing pretty well, winning games and it doesn't look false it doesn't look you know mm. there's always the injury thing which is you know true for everybody but i have not been as hopeful for what i've seen over the last week or so maybe going back to that championship run during the pandemic season where you're like no no this team can beat just about anybody that they go up against i'm not saying that they mm. are i'm not saying that they're favored to beat denver or memphis but going into that series like yeah they got they got a ch- something weird doesn't happen they just got to play well i don't know the last time we said that all right, so something happened on Friday going into the weekend. Ireland said this. He said that it's as excited as he is about a three-game road trip since Orlando. And I'm 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 kind of like I'm like all right. Let me really think about this here for a second. Is that fair to say that he could be that excited for a three-game road trip coming up because you're going to get a real test of what the Lakers are? At least a better test, right? Not a real test, but a better test. The more I thought about it. Um, it was the first opportunity we got at least yesterday. It's going to get even tougher, which is, by the way, what you want. You mm-hmm. kind of are curious to see, all right, let's gauge where the Lakers are. They played the Pelicans and the Warriors, and they beat them handily. Now, no Zion, no Steph, no Andrew Wiggins, but they also weren't close games. The Lakers controlled the entire game. So then you got your first real matchup against the Mavs. I don't know what the Dallas Mavericks are. They may not be that good of a team, but I'll tell you what they got. They got Luka, they got Kyrie, and they're a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're playing on the road, plus that game's important for them as well. Mm-hmm. They went up 27 on the Lakers. They went up 27 points on the Lakers. And I think what you just mentioned right there is some real momentum. Um, I'm not telling you that it's good or it's okay to go down 27. They didn't fold up shop. No. And if there was another quarter that was added to that game, Lakers would have won by 10, 12, 15 points. Probably. As in in it was going in that direction. Um, I'm actually surprised that you felt that good after yesterday's game. 
Uh, but there is some real momentum around this team the, right now. Yesterday's game was just the the next step down the road, right? It wasn't just yesterday's game. It's the other ones that you've talked about. It's the fact that they... Four and one since the trade deadline. Yep, and here we are on a Monday. And you weren't here last Monday, but every Monday coming here, still in 13th place. Yep. Still in 13th place with no really... Well, we're only this... They really hadn't moved at all in the better part of a couple of months. They just were kind of cemented in to that 13th place. Now, they're only in 12th. But at least they're in 12th, and they're only a half game out of 11th. They're only a game out of the 10th spot. And then you start going up to the Dallas Mavericks, who are at 6. They're only two games out of there. They're playing better than Minnesota right now. They're playing better than Dallas right now. They're playing you know, better, better than, than the, OKC, Pelicans, the Pelicans. Uh, yep. They're on an upward trajectory for the first time in a long time. And to your point, yesterday, them able to – come back from a nearly 30-point deficit and win a game against a team that was competing, that did have its two stars. We can talk about how that's actually not worked out great for them. But That need a win, too, because they're trying to stay yes, in the top six. Yeah, yep. there, there was nothing about that that made you go, yeah, but it was just, no, that's just a really good win on the road against a decent team, and you can start to see it building. You can, Anthony Davis was really good. Jared Vanderbilt has been a revelation for what they needed for him. LeBron got hurt again. We'll see what it looks like. But you don't have to ask for a miracle to beat anybody anymore. Mm. You just need to play well. Like before, it was you need to play well, you need to hope the other guy doesn't, and you need to have maybe a call go your way or somebody yeah. else needs to be. Now you just need to play well. You need That's the different. shot clock to turn off. Like you need some stuff. <laughs> yeah. You need a ref to miss a couple calls. Okay, so a couple things on, on what you just said. I'm, I'm going to tell you how many threes do you think the Lakers hit yesterday? They had an awful three point shooting night. Did they hit? That they made. That they made. Yeah. Uh, 12. There's, okay, there's a reason why I'm doing this. Because usually teams that come back from 27 hit down, threes. they hit a lot of threes. They were 6 of 34. Yeesh. They shot eighteen below 18% from three. The Dallas Mavericks hit 20 threes yesterday. So they were plus 30, whatever it was. That's how many more points that the Mavs had just from the three-point line. The only reason why I mentioned that to you, Raj, when you're down 27... Something has to happen where you now just start hitting all these threes. Everything's got to go your way. Do you know what happened when they were down 27? They just started playing really good defense. Mm -hmm. They bothered the hell out of Luka. Mm -hmm. Kyrie was taking a lot of tough shots. And the Lakers just kind of started scoring at will in the paint, mid-range jumpers. Did kind of a little bit of everything, right? So I, I just point that out because it wasn't a fluke that the Lakers came back from 27. Now... Falling down 47 to 21 or 48 to 21, whenever it was, you're just kind of scratching your head. Um, but you said something about Jared Vanderbilt. And oh, I just, my God. I just want to highlight something for you. When they made the trade for Russ, Russell Westbrook's gone. Mm -hmm. The game the Lakers had against the Warriors after the break, Beasley puts up 25. Mm -hmm. He made seven threes. Hit seven threes. Beasley was kind of the star of that game. Had more points than LeBron and Anthony Davis. LeBron and AD actually combined for 25 that Yeah, game. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It was one of those really awkward. Um, Vanderbilt was the star of this next game. As in, here are the Lakers during that trade deadline. They've got great contributions from Mo Bamba so far. They've got great contributions from Vanderbilt, great contribution from Beasley. It doesn't have to be every game. Yeah. And, and role players don't have to be there every game. You just have to have guys that step up when it's not. That part to me is the most fascinating part is that 
every move and every player that they've made so far. D'Angelo played nine minutes the game before. Yep. He didn't play yesterday. He'll eventually come back and have some contributions. Well, he was the, supposed to be the guy that was kind of the marquee guy in the trade, right? Yes. Like D'Angelo Russell was the name guy. Mm -hmm. that, okay, they've got another guy that can shoot. they got another guy that can Playmaker, score. Playmaker, yep. Play, great. It's been the other two guys because Ru Russell's been fine, but he just he's been hurt, so he hasn't been there. And I think that's what is so different about what they have right now. They have NBA caliber they have players. A team. Yes, they built a team. This was not a star hunting, headline filling guy that give me this name or that one. This was a what do we need? We need somebody that can shoot. All right, Malik Beasley can shoot. We need somebody that can kind of do a little bit of everything, in particular defend, give and play well with AD. All right, well Jared Vanderbilt's that guy. That works really well. They haven't even really put D'Angelo Russell into this in a meaningful way. I think that they will. But this has not been the the headliner that's helped. It's everything at the bottom that before you're not playing guys, and I don't want to put anybody's name in there, but that are barely NBA caliber. These are NBA players. So if LeBron does roll an ankle, if LeBron does miss some shots, if AD has one of his nights where he's not really as aggressive as we'd like him to be, you still have a fighting chance because you have NBA players on the roster. So th this is one thing, and yeah, I give you a lot of credit for this because when that Russell Westbrook trade went down, one of your main points was don't chase a superstar, build a team. Yes. You got LeBron and Anthony Davis. You have enough superstars. Now just go get the supporting cast what you need. They didn't do that. I'm going to read something here because I think this is interesting. Um, the Ringer, Kevin O'Connor and Chris uh, Vernon do a podcast together. And I thought he laid this out perfectly. This is going back to the trade deadline. This is basically what you traded. Russell Westbrook gone, D'Angelo Russell in. Patrick Beverly gone from Malik Beasley. Okay. Just pay attention to position players. Juan Toscano Anderson gone, Rui Hachimura. Damian Jones gone, Jared Vanderbilt. Thomas Bryant gone, Mo Bamba in. Every player that I just mentioned, with the exception of Thomas Bryant, yep. was a player that was either, you didn't really, their contributions weren't really swaying one way or the other. You got real players now that are, that are contributing. They have a team. They have a team that can beat people, and what they didn't do might have been the most lucky thing that happened to them all season long. We'll do that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, Travis, welcome back to the L.A. area. Thank you. We were talking about your snowy trip up to Oregon. So, Devin Gray tweets at you, says, instead of being snowed in at, at Bandon, you should have drove, driven the four hours to go to Bend, Oregon to get stuck up on movies and snacks from the last blockbuster. Have you been to the last blockbuster before? <laughs> I have not. I know that the last one is in Bend, but I've never had the pleasure of right. going through there. It seems like it'd be super fun, I don't know, just to go see it. I have a friend who uh, lives far. in Bend right now. but <laughs> Four <laughs> but hours is pretty far. I don't know, for a blockbuster. But... Blockbuster's coming back. 
don't know but if I need a DVD it. of Independence Day. DVD? <laughs> no, you need a video <laughs> You want to go VHS? Of yeah. Course. But Al, speaking of which, what is the movie you saw this weekend that would make okay, you mad? Okay, so have you... I don't think it would make you mad. Here's what happened. I went to... Um, so they just opened up a new theater. There used to be a really cool small theater in Pasadena. Closed down. I think it closed down around COVID. So they opened up Landmark in Pasadena, which has some locations out in San Diego. I don't know if it has other locations in LA, but it's kind of a smaller, smaller um, movie theater. So walk in, had already an idea what we were going to watch, which is completely different. I've never done this before. I don't know if you guys ever have before I say it. It's it's a it's a zoo in the lobby for Cocaine Bear, and okay. they actually have somebody dressed up. In a bear outfit. It's honestly amazing. Going around yelling this, taking social posts, all this. I'm like, bro, some popcorn and a water. I'm going to go see the movie. <laughs> you guys ever seen this? You guys ever seen their their shorts that they have? The Is it the, the Oscar nominated shorts? Yeah. I was me- I actually meant to go see it this weekend, but uh I just didn't fall into their plans, but I haven't seen it yet. All right, so they had one, two, three, four, five short films that they did in the span of this two hours. So that's kind of, these are all, like she just said, Oscar nominated short films. Okay. They do one that's animated, one that's, you know, real. I saw the um, the live action shorts or whatever you want to call it. Bro, it was awesome. I've so never- you saw five little short movies in two hours? five little short films. Now, I will say, if you're not a fan of pretty much every film is a form sh- uh, foreign short film, so okay. they're going to be in subtitles. So I think only one was not in subtitles. But every story, everything was so different. So you kind of just stood there. You watched one. 18 minutes, 20 minutes would go by. I'm assuming you sat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. thought you said you stood there. I was like, so is this a doing, standing He was theater? doing jumping jacks in the back row. Burpees. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue on. Continue <laughs> he, on. He, he knocked out 100 burpees per <laughs> short short film. Doing the kettle ball. <laughs> uh, first time I've ever done that. Awesome. Yeah. You'll really like it. It's they were all really good, no, and I thought she it. was going to get angry at me because I didn't see Cocaine Bear because last week she was in a Cocaine Bear state of mind. I mean, it's great, and yeah. it blew up the box office this weekend. It dethroned Marvel after their second week. Fantastic, but yeah, uh, I need to see the short films because that's the only things that I haven't seen for the Oscars this season. So I want to catch up before it's the really 12th, good. You'll so like it. Look, I'm Emily, excited. I think it's very clear you don't care about movies the way that Al does. <laughs> that Al went and found the foreign Cinephile. language shorts, yeah, and uh, you're just seeing this popcorn, you know, yeah, the honestly, Bear. Emily, when we talk movies, I'm going to turn my back to you. Okay? Right, exactly. As you should, right? I'm right in a different stage. She's not putting in the time to be the movie expert on the Travis and Sleeper show. She's she's clearly just floating through. Will it you go bit. see Cocaine Bear? No. Yeah. No. I, 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 I didn't even try to convince him. I yeah. knew his answer. It's fine. Yeah. I think I can convince you. I think convince Clinton. I think Travis is Taylor on his wasn't own sold. Taylor was like, nah. I'm good. It's gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just it's not That's even... actually Taylor's voice. It's all the Americans are in it. You got Margo Martindale, you got uh, like Carrie her. Russell, you got the like other her. the guy. Um Matthew Reese is in it? is he like the main guy in Americans? Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Is he really? Yes. Right. Ah, changing I, over there a little bit. Here's the thing. It's not. It's only, that I by the way, only a buck and a half. <laughs> I don't. It was perfect. It's not that I don't want to see it necessarily. I just know that I'm not going to see it. Does yes. you understand and the I, distinction between those two things? And I understand that's what's going to happen with your with your with this. Yeah. So. Like if I were trapped on an airplane and it came on, I'd watch it. But I'm not going to take the time to go see it. Or if like I Michael put it on your TV, like yeah. in a couple months. Yeah. I think you'd see it. I think that's probably. I'm going to be honest with you. Scenario. If you were trapped on an airplane for. An hour and a half. You'd pick a different movie. I don't think you'd pick that one. You're probably right. Yeah, I think you'd pick a different Speaking one. Speaking of, I wasn't <laughs> trapped at the airport yesterday, but yeah. have you... 
I know that not every airport is LAX. I understand that. But the North Bend Airport, okay? I get there a couple hours before my flight because that's when the shuttle took me. Yeah. And there was literally no one at the airport. Like when I say there there was one other traveler Sounds and like me. the greatest airport I've ever heard There's of. one counter, no employees. There's a rental car counter, no employees. There's not a bar. There's not a restaurant. There's not snack. There's not a single employee of the airport at the airport. So we're kind of sitting there. Finally, he shows up about an hour and 20 minutes before the flight. He's checking everybody in, right? Next day, you go down through security. They had like 11 security people for a flight that had 22 people on it. I Whatever. So we, we go down. It, no jetway, right? It stairs down onto the yep. runway and back up again. The same guy that was checking us in flew the plane was the guy that was <laughs> welcoming you onto the plane he has to run he's got <laughs> like, spread to beat you guys one over there airport employee in the whole damn place Sheesh. it was uh it was a different experience so in that scenario i might have watched cocaine bear <laughs> i'm just saying that you gotta it's gotta come up with the right one um did the lakers get lucky by not getting Kawhi or excuse me Kyrie? not getting Kyrie? yeah that the mavs mm-hmm. are one and three with the two of them together that it doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't work, but it's gotten off to a slow start. They yeah. missed time and, and whatnot. But that star hunting thing that we were talking about a minute ago is plan A for the Lakers most of the time. Team building, which is what they're doing right now, is what they, I don't want to say fell into because the moves they made were too good to have just fallen into them. But clearly they were in on Kyrie to a point that LeBron oh, yeah, wanted done, yep. that it didn't get done and that they got Beasley and Vanderbilt and Russell and Bamba and and Hachimura. I know Hachimura was earlier in this but thing. Still but still, part of the they, whole mix, They yeah. built the whole team. This feels more sustainable, and you're not just crossing your fingers and toes and hoping that Kyrie doesn't come to work one day and decide he doesn't want to play basketball anymore. So this is how I would put it. I, I want to make sure that we go back to when they Kyrie had announced, mm-hmm. came out that he wanted out of Brooklyn. And you remember we're doing that show that day, and me, you, Mace, we're all talking about it. And it's like, oh, go get him. Sure. But I, I think there was I think there was a piece of it where the Lakers it felt like you're in real desperation mode. And when you're in desperation mode, changing anything out and trying to figure I mean if Kyrie can come out of nowhere all the baggage Kyrie has I'll take my chances and you could also sell yourself Kyrie LeBron maybe that relate there's a mutual respect there that Kyrie is going to show up all that stuff I think what you're watching right now and it's the first time at least for me in the past you could call it year and a half or so where I feel like I'm watching good basketball where I feel like there's a product out there, which I think is defined also as yeah. good basketball. I think there's, um, I think there's a product out there that it's natural for Laker fans to feel optimistic about. So to answer your question about did they dodge a bullet not getting Kyrie, as someone that was saying at that time, go get Kyrie. If you ask me right now, hey, you could go back. What do you want to do? Right. I'm very happy with what they have right now, and I'm very happy with them moving with this moving forward. Yeah, I think that's it. That At the time, sure, I wanted Kyrie for all the obvious reasons that you've mentioned. But if you could kind of jump in the time machine and go back and say, okay, you've seen what this looks like now. Would you still want to do it? Do you want to do this? I want to do this because the the variables are the variables that I think we've come to live with, which is LeBron's in year 20, and you just kind of – I mean, he's still awesome, but he's got the foot thing, and you just kind of cross yeah. your fingers and hope that it 
doesn't become Looks a like big he had deal. an injury yesterday. We'll yeah, see how yeah. that affects tomorrow. And AD is just, you're still at that point, like, okay, yesterday he was A plus AD and awesome. It's like, yeah, that's the guy. I don't need, the, the Kyrie thing is that he could go out there and get 40 and you're just like, yeah, okay, I hope he comes to work tomorrow. You just, you just never know when that guy's going to have one of those days where it's like, oh boy, here it comes. Dallas is probably freaking out because they know that's coming eventually and they're not winning a lot of games. They're kind of sitting where they were. I think they're one and three with Luca and him together, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's exactly I, right. I think also, Trav, I think you got to ask yourself, the position that the Lakers are in, they all of a sudden have real depth too because guys that were in the starting lineup before – Dennis Schroeder's been in the starting lineup. Troy Brown Jr.'s been in the starting lineup. Austin Reeves has been in the starting lineup. All these guys now become bench players. Mm-hmm. All these guys now, now you feel like they can go eight, nine deep. If there's one thing in common that most teams have that are successful in the NBA, A, they play together for more than two months, right? They, they're together for a year, a couple years. But B, they, they can stretch that roster out a little bit, right? They have depth, and that's not something that we could associate with the Lakers in the past. They've got a team. Got team. I, I, we're going to say it over and over and over they again. Team. They don't have two star players, and hopefully those guys are good enough to drag whoever else is out on the court with them. They've got a team. They've got depth. They've got optionality. They can go big. They can go a little small. When they're, you saw that big lineup yesterday. That mm-hmm. that is, that's a lot for any, when they have LeBron and Vanderbilt and AD out there and Hachimura. That's a big team. They not a lot of teams are going to be able to match up with that. It's exciting. I am optim not just optimistic because you want them to win, but optimistic because you think they actually can. I would not be surprised. We come through here on Monday, kind of doing it a week from today, and they're inside that line. That mm-hmm. that feels like a very realistic end game. By all the right, end of can the I let me just give you just so everybody knows two more games left on this road trip. By the way, just freaking split it, and that's fine. You got Memphis and OKC, and the Thunder for some reason is KD is not on that team anymore yet. They still play them like he is. Yep. But after that, after that two-game road trip, the remaining of this two, look look what you got, the home cooking that you have. Five games in a row at home. Um, nine of the next 11 games, 10 of the next 12 games are going to be at home. Get through these two road games. Split them. You got 10 of the next 12 that are going to be at home. You only got four, uh, five games in the month of March away from crypto. Yeah. That's amazing. And two... And both of those are going to be gone by the time we get to Thursday. Yes. Or two of those five two, are going to be gone. Two of them will be gone. It's Listen, they, got, it, for it's, the first time ever, they it's like nothing weird has to happen. Just keep playing well. And it's, it's positioned different. their way. You know, if you go look at, they, they have, I think, the fifth or sixth easiest schedule left. All right, now it's up for them to go get it. Go win some games. Go get it done. I'm very happy to say this. Yeah. Ask Slee. Coming up next, 877-710-ESPN on the phone, 877-710-3776. Ashley, straight ahead. Ashley! Travis Lee, 710-ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, Slee, first one comes from Travis from Bandon, Oregon. Okay, you ready? yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I was there Thursday, no, Wednesday night, all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, Sunday morning. Came back yesterday afternoon. Okay, yep. I was there for a while. 
How many non-employee females do you think I saw in those four and a half days at Bandon Dunes, Oregon, where there are six golf resorts? Non-employee yeah, Lots of female employees there, but just women there enjoying the resort. Two non-female employees, and that's because they got off work, they, they changed, <laughs> and then they walked out, and you thought they were non-employees. Six. We started counting. It was so weird. I've I've never I've never been in an environment just with dude galore. Doesn't shock me all whatsoever. <laughs> men, although I, I, mean, I understand me. the vast vast majority, but we're talking ninety nine percent. But it's snowing. Like these are people that are desperate to go on a golf tournament. But uh, this is a place where you have to book this place out two years in advance. Mm. So you're going when you're going. It's not like oh the this way I'll catch you. It's in the middle of nowhere. So you go when you go. Women play golf. So three yeah. times more than I thought. <laughs> If I thought two and there was six. Not many. A lot of people. It was not nearly enough. Uh, Christopher Holmes writes, Mm -hmm. hashtag Ashley, why can no one tickle themselves? You know, he (laughs) threw me off because I did see that one and I tried kind of figuring out myself. I'm going to probably need a little help here. I'm assuming because you know it's coming. You obviously know what you're doing. I can't just sit here. And by the way, I am ticklish. So if- if, Are you? Yeah. Somebody else came and they did the same thing. Because my feet are the ones that drive me around the bend. I think like around, yeah, like the, the flank section area, you know, that, that whole area. <laughs> so if area. I came at you, I'd be like, hey, Trav, back up. No, no, Trav, no. knock it off. <laughs> Stop tickling me. That's something you're never going to have to tell me to do. Um, yeah, I can't. I, that's the only thing I could think of is just because we know it's coming and that's why. Because occasionally. But great question. But you're right. I think it's the anticipation of you know it's coming because yeah. if occasionally like your brush of your and it's like, ooh, you can do it, but you've done it inad- or inadvertently. Yeah, inadvertently. Also, yeah. Yeah. why do we say tickle, tickle, tickle? And we don't say like poke, 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 poke. Like, why do we say that? Taylor, why do you say it like Who that? Who says that? Why do you say it tickle, Emily, tickle, 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 like tickle, tickle? Why do you say that, <laughs> Poppin' Bottles writes, uh, does Slee smile a little bit when he sees the Clippers lose like I do? Hashtag ask Slee. Uh, no, I smile a lot. And it's pathetic, but I do do it. And they lost yesterday as well. They lost to Denver in overtime. And it was like, you know, let's open up a bottle of wine. Why are we opening up a bottle of wine on Sunday? I don't know. Here's to the Nuggets. Here's <laughs> the Jokic winning his third MVP in a row. <laughs> Ding. Here's to the Nuggets. I like that. I've not done that before. Um, not to get to, we can talk about this later, but yeah. the uh, Clippers have lost a couple of games in a row. They also look really good. Like yeah, Ka- Kawhi looks like Kawhi Leonard again. Something he's decided that okay, I'll be that that dominant two way player that he hasn't been for a couple so they, of years. They have a weird thing going where they did lose that game to Sacramento. By the way, Sacramento's playing do you know Sacramento's playing a second of a back to back? Tonight? The game they played on Friday against the the Clippers. Yeah. They played Thursday against the Blazers. Oh wow. And they still put up hundred and seventy six. But it was like, I I'll go back to this. They they got a weird thing going where they got so much talent. There's freaking players everywhere, ballers everywhere. They lost two games in a row, and I'm still like, yeah, that team's going to be a problem. Maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. Let's try another one here. Let's go to Cap, who writes, would you rather be trapped in a snowstorm in your car or trapped in the desert in a heat wave? I'll do desert in a heat wave. Um, hopefully the air conditioning's on for a while. I feel like... <laughs> My my chances of survival, at least I got night that I can also kind of, now I got shade. Seek shelter. Maybe I go under the car for some shade, (laughs) something along those lines. Problem is, um, 
Yeah, if it's too cold and it's a wrap. and yeah, and and it's four p.m. Well, what what's going to happen when it's midnight? So I don't really have a I don't really have a way out of cold, that. One. Cold is worse than heat. Yeah. Heat sucks when you're sweat, but you can at least if you could find one lone cactus in the desert and just move with the yep. shadow, you yeah. can kind of <laughs> try to make that happen. We have survived. Way. We're survivors. When it's cold, that's it. That, mm-hmm. That's a wrap. You'd be frozen in the front seat with your seatbelt still on. That's where they'd find you. Hands on the wheel, two and ten. Why did he have his seatbelt on? <laughs> Safety first, guys. Safety first. Safety Nick Silverman writes, I'm a ghostwriter who works primarily in memoir writing. If you had to write the memoir of one ESPN LA host, who would you choose and it can't be yourself? Um, I, I think this is easy just because I interact with you the most now, right? So back in the day, if I was on the other side, I'm probably writing a memoir on Kate's or, uh, or Ron or one of those other guys. But because... We literally do three hours and fifteen minutes every single day, Monday through Friday. I think, I think it's got to be on you. You, you than... know the most about me, mm-hmm. but like if you could peel the onion on everybody, I think it's got to be Mason, right? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I would say Mace is. I feel like he has the most interesting background. He's yes. done a lot of things. I think Ireland has really cool stories that would make a very colorful book. But I think I would go with those two. And Mason's worked in a lot of different markets, yeah. a lot of different places, with a lot of different people. I think he would yeah. be. He's got some choice. interesting stories there. He's we yeah, seen. He's got, he lived well, on a billboard. Let's say for a his while. his real name is TT. So we gotta there, say that, this, we don't hear that I heard that. Yeah, the okay. promo. Believe it or not, Morales started airing it like crazy. I would have <laughs> never. Say. I would never have thought that. Yeah, who would have seen that one coming? Daniel Tapia. Slee goes to the movies, and the theater is empty. You get your pick of the seats, and mm. everyone else that walks in sits close to you. Do you move or do you stay where you are? If I'm already posted, I'm posted. And like, I'm done. You're like by I'm yourself. Not. The theater's yeah. empty. You sit exactly where you want. The next thing you know, 10 more people come in, and they're sitting oddly close to you. You're going to stay there? So let me flip the script here. Let's say that there's somebody sitting wherever they're sitting. They found a good seat. They're in the middle, a few rows back. I'm not personally going to sit next to them. But if I'm already posted and, uh, you know, I'm chilling, I'm relaxing, I'm not going to get up and move. That's it. I'm, you guys want to come in, bring it in. You know what? <laughs> pull the uh, pull the handle up. Get, bring it in here for a second. What's your name? <laughs> Ryan? Get you something to drink? Get in here. Want some of this popcorn? You just lean your bucket over get his it. way, let him stick his hand in there. And you get a, a licorice. So where I go, it's like a, you have assigned seats. And I have even Ooh, when people sit next to me. Nice. Well, but even when people sit next to me, sometimes I will. And it's like there's a lot of open seats in the theater. I will ask to move. I'll ask though, because uh, like the waiter waitress will come over and like ask for stuff. And I'm like, Let's hey, go back. I got a couple there, questions. Is yes, there anything yeah. that I can take? Is there anything open in the next two rows? And like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And I will move because I really don't like being next to. Okay, else. so so it's because you're right next to them, but there's a seat in between. You're fine. Seat in between, very fine. If it's literally the seat next to me, that's yeah. when I move. Especially if the entire if there's like the two front rows, but I will take the two front rows. They wanted that seat, right? They wanted that angle. Well, that's like why the closest I moved. they got to the center. Right. You want to be in the center most of the way up. Actually, right? I prefer the end of the aisle. You like so the aisle. I like to uh, be able to if I need to go to the bathroom, I'm not disturbing anybody else. I like yeah. to get out and I like to be the end of the aisle. I, I like really. to be middle front row. <laughs> I know you do. I I I can't really listen to her opinions on movies. She hasn't even seen the short uh, foreign language. I mean, they were Oscar-nominated. I, mean, <laughs> I did get a buy a ticket it, it, for this look, afternoon, look, Don't Alan. try to explain yourself. People are okay. people are sitting there watching Cocaine Bear. 
I'm just going to watch Oscar-nominated You care about films. cinema. You care about the art of making a film. What happened to people like me? Emily just goes to the movies. You go see films. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference in these that things. That was a great setup. That was really good. <laughs> All right, these are, two, these are related. Two different people, but they're related. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to start with GFish21, but I'm going to go into John in Fullerton. Oh, okay. Merging the tweets. GFish says, even though Sliwa won't say it, can you tell that he's kind of bummed that I'm back? And then number two okay. says, John, what's the thing you missed most about Trav when he's not around? So they kind of go together. And let's start with Greg. Are you secretly bummed that I came back? No, not at all. <laughs> I even came in. How about just to, you just to kind of prove it. I came usually when we do it, and it's not even the time, but usually I'm like, all right, you do your thing. I'm going to do mine. And then, yeah, it's kind of actually fresher for the show, too, if we don't really talk too much. I came right in, came all the way around. I'm like, T-Raj. He even gave me a little fist bump. Yeah, like, Where the hell have you been? Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Wait, wait, we did, we did, I left, came back, yeah. you left. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of it is... What did you miss most about me? Okay, look, this is a real thing. And I mentioned this last week. There's something about sitting in that seat. There's a, it's different. Driving. Yeah, I was giving, I was giving the example of, usually when you and I do a show, you got your hands on the wheel and you're paying attention on the road. I'm looking out the window this way, <laughs> looking out over there. I'm no, chewing it's a, sunflower it's the seeds, and I'm like, Trev, pay attention to the road. I'm trying to. <laughs> do you see that? Look at that play. That's beautiful. I'm trying not to drive into oncoming traffic. Use the restroom whenever I want. I mean, it's a it's completely different. I'm going to need you to forget you said that because that's the perfect example of the difference between those two. And I'm stealing that as my own line moving forward. <laughs> that this is driving the car. You're riding shotgun, and, and I never look in front of me. Having some snacks, like yeah. How many times have you guys said? Alan, we already talked about that. I was like, I, I forgot. <laughs> I was looking out the window. Occasionally. Yeah. It comes up Get a lot more of me in your ear. Are you okay? Because we know that that was an issue before that Laura pointed oh, out. Yeah, Apparently, you don't, you don't like really that. like it. But I, I didn't know fine. I didn't like that. <laughs> I think it's fine. But I thought it was fine. Emily, I'm fine with you talking into my ear. Thanks. You, you know that. Uh, one last one. Darb says, how many times did Slee shoot someone at ESPN a text to say hi or share a picture while he was off? I want to take this one. You sent me some pictures from Mexico. Yeah, I did. Now, let me let me be accurate. Did you send them from Mexico or did you had you come back by the Still time in Mexico. Them? Yeah, they were pretty awesome pictures. Too. Yeah, it was still in Mexico. Look, one of like this beautiful cathedral. The cathedral was like the yeah. center of uh, of the city. And then some food picks. And then a couple food picks. So who did I send? Emily, did we connect at all? No, I think you uh you only texted Travis, but it's okay. And okay. you did text me to ask about the hookup at Rotolo. At Rotolo. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I got, so I got two. You got two. One of those <laughs> one of those was I think on my way to the airport, it was like a very business um, hey, Trav, business text. My cousin Julian needs a hookup. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what it was. I said, yes, that's I can exactly do that. what it was. Yeah, other than that, I don't think I think cousin Slee got a text. I don't think anybody else from ESPN like got anything. Yeah, I think that was it. One of one. By the way, that, that looks was like it. a good trip. I want to hear about it. I feel like you've already talked about it. Can I ask questions? Or are we sure, going no, you can, no, you can ask questions. All right, we're going to do that. Plus, um, there's a little spring training baseball on right now. We're going to get back to the Lakers. That's coming up. But um, why did we wait 30 years to do this? Because this works. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.